expected to visit Northland tomorrow and damaged areas of Auckland's west coast on Saturday. A new two-for-one COVID vaccine will be available for anyone 30-plus from April. The so-called bivalent jab combines two strains of virus, meaning it's likely to be more effective against Omicron sub-variants. People already eligible for a booster will be able to get the new vaccine sooner. Meanwhile, people in cyclone-hit communities are facing their own health challenges. I asked Health Minister Dr Aisha Verrill, what's the goal for the number of people they want to see boosted with the new vaccine? In practice, we're going to be both running a a marketing campaign as well as reaching out directly to uh, higher risk groups. We do that through uh, direct telephone calls via whakarongarau, often made um, by either either Healthline itself or by iwi, where that's that's relevant to people. We do the direct messages and some uh, primary care practices will also call in their at-risk patients for, for this. One of the key things we're trying to do is keep it simple. So just the message that everyone over 30 who hasn't had COVID or a booster in the last six months is eligible. And we're also, um, uh, we're also giving people the option of combining it with a flu vaccine after April 1. Yeah, what's your goal in terms of uptake? Look, I think we um, know that booster doses uh, pro- probably won't get the same uptake at the beginning, but we do want to see high coverage as we have consistently in those older populations and other risk, uh, risk groups. I want to talk now about healthcare in those areas that have been really hit hard by the cyclone and how people are going to access that. Um, let's talk about Wairoa, Minister. Uh, the Deputy Mayor says the people of Wairoa go south to Napier, Hawke's Bay, for their specialist visits, doctor's visits, access to health services. The road's out. How's that going to work? Look, that's an incredibly challenging situation. Uh, we've been already working with Wairoa by making sure that uh, Starlinks are going to be delivered there today along with iPads and laptops so that they have the ability to reach out for services when they need it. Of course, uh, if necessary, if people need uh, to have urgent care, we might have to use helicopters for that. And we try and uh, every day make sure that we're hearing from the welfare people on the ground about what support and other um, other other um, resources need to be brought in. So what resources do you have on standby should you need to airlift people then? Well, we have always had an air ambulance service in New Zealand, haven't we? So uh, we can, we can uh, trans- transfer people with all range of conditions, uh, as, we, as we always do, and we are prepared to do that if we, if we need to. But the point is that we need to make sure we continue to support, uh, support people where we can through consultations, um, uh, through, through telehealth and by being in touch with the welfare people via CDM regularly, which the team are. Yeah, but for treatments, you know, regular treatments that may be required, for example, for cancer, will you fly patients from Wairau to Hawke's Bay to enable them uh, to get that? Look, we back the team on the ground to make those sorts of assessments around people who require acute care. I don't have a... Um, specific information on cancer, but I know that when we had the situation with the road out between um, Napier and Hawke's Bay, people were making uh, arrangements for the patients they had in care, for example, dialysis patients and prioritising them for transfer. So the clinicians looking after those patients do make the uh, work locally with the uh, officials and the health um, incident management team to make those arrangements for people. 
understand that, but I'm just wondering about the logistics. Transfer how? Because Waka Kotahi has put out a map of the roads with time estimates for when they may be fixed. And that stretch of road between Wairoa and Napier, they are saying will take several months before they can fix it. So what, what are the plans that are being made to transport people with medical needs who require treatment and normally go to Hawke's Bay for the medium term? I'm not talking about a car crash or an accident where you send in an emergency helicopter, but scheduled treatments. Yeah, so those things are prioritised. And the way we do that and have done throughout the affected areas is to make sure that the uh, clinicians, who are the people who know what their patients needs are, have an avenue for escalating uh, that and that where necessary those decisions about transfer, including by air where required, is made. But I'm not about to issue a blanket edict about what I think should be done. It should be led by the clinicians on the ground who know what the needs are. So who covers that? If you're going to be regularly airlifting patients, whose budget is that? The air ambulance doesn't only do emergency um, emergency work. They can also transfer people who have other acute needs. Can you assure the people of Wairoa that they will have the same kind of access to the treatment they require, which they would normally get in Hawke's Bay with the road out? Uh, we will make sure that people with acute needs are looked after and we're doing multiple things to make sure that we're reaching in, finding out about their needs and coming up with practical solutions. I don't want to put a gloss on it. It is extremely challenging for people, but we are doing things like making sure that they, um, that they have, have ways, for example, of getting their prescriptions, of getting access to, uh, uh, to telehealth services to make sure that uh, as much as possible we're able to give them the care they need. And that's Health Minister Dr Aisha Verrill. The 